welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Last episode of the year. Crazy. I cannot believe we've made it this far. I can't believe this is our fourth I, binges. I know. I feel like now the brand has really taken off. You very suspect the first time we did the binges. Um, it's funny, though, to go back and look at what we did for our binges previously because I was like, oh, some of these shows are, like, not that interesting. And then I remember that we were on the cutting edge. Like, Yeah. We're ahead yeah. of the game. Stranger Always. Things is a huge thing now, but we talked about it right when it came out. Did I mean, we? Did. Yeah, you did. Wow, I don't even remember. You were on the cusp. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a year. It's crazy. Yeah. What are you fangirling over? You know, we've been having a hot and heavy conversation about, like, like gifts. I don't know, like mm-hmm. duvets, purses. This year, though, it's been sort of fun to, like, buy stuff for Philly for Christmas. Because she's getting older. Yeah, and she, like, kind of understands what's happening, but we're getting her a kitchen, and I tried very, very hard to benefit from our proximity to, like, rich people in Los Angeles that want to get rid of stuff. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I tried really, really hard to get, like, a secondhand kitchen. Like, I asked my sort of, like, fancier coworkers that have kids mm-hmm. <laughs> to see if they were, like, willing to unload theirs. I was too slow on a Craigslist listing. Bummer. I know. So ultimately ended up buying her new one. Will be interesting to see how long it takes to put it together, but it's got like a like a faux like wolf range, so it's like got like a high end wow. stove in it. It was not the like, crazy expensive, but Eric is already just like crying thinking about her like making fake eggs like, like while he's him. yeah making real eggs. Um, so it's been fun to kind of like do shopping. That's not just like, ugh, what do I get this person? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, she's going to lose her yeah. mind. So I'm, I'm fangirling. I have a little holiday spirit more so than normal. I agree. I'm like this time of year I am going home for the holidays mm-hmm. and I'm ready to, I want to say relax, but I know I won't because yeah. you have to run around and do stuff. I'm excited to like forget about work for a few days. Yeah. Like, live my life. I'm also fangirling over. We talked about gremlins last week. I found this clip from Gremlins 2, which I have yet to rewatch. But Gizmo dances out of his cage to Fats Domino. He's like kidnapped by these scientists. Yeah. But this little dance, I've watched it seven times. I love it. It was made for me to enjoy. I was targeted. I just need to understand why it took them six years to make the sequel. I'll have to dig into it. Yeah. Because it just feels like it would have been a very quick quick turn like you already had the animatronics just like repurpose those things i don't know six years gizmo too much also really the office very aflutter about our pop tarts like i have been asked more questions about these pop tarts in the last couple which is weeks funny because i guess the last time we received that ridiculous large shipment of pop tarts Mm -hmm. we worked with different people oh totally our company has grown very significantly in a short period of time so there are a lot of people that don't even know we have a podcast like people look at me like what and i'm like yeah dude we have like 150 episodes get up to speed (laughs) what's your name again yeah totally who are you (laughs) hi welcome what's your name yeah we have a podcast we have a podcast and we get pop tarts it's a thing um i've just started describing us as pop tart aficionados um I try was trying to make something happen with like Pop Tart and influencer, but I couldn't get it. I couldn't get there. You couldn't just say Pop Tart influencer. I was trying to think like a like a Pop Tin influencer. 
<laughs> see, this is where I, this is where I landed, and it wasn't good. So <laughs> things right. were making me I see, spoil I see, I see. it. So, all right, we've got we got to get into it. We have to figure out. And we always do this thing where you have like a little theme. What are you going to watch? It's so hard it's to. So I have hard. like honorable mentions, I guess. Well, and I said that Forever was going to be on my binges, and I ultimately didn't make the cut. I was and and I tried to stick to things that I only watched in 2019. And it, the great thing with TV time is you can go back and see when you actually watched the episode because I was going to mm-hmm. do Alone Together, but I watched that over Christmas break. I have a one that's a little old, but it's still relevant, so I kept it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? Ooh, what do I want to start? With? I know it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you went through puberty from roughly 1998 to 2002, then watch Pen15 with your best friend over the holidays. So, like, such a great recommendation. It's so nostalgic, so funny. It's one, probably one of my favorite shows of the year. The bull cuts, like, the AIM Instant Messenger, it's mm-hmm. such a specific time. Yeah. I'm sure, like, younger people appreciate it, too. Right. But if you lived through this, it's incredible. It is, yes, <laughs> because you have, like, the sort of, like, technology influence, the, like, boy band, the, like thongs like lip gloss like it's a very specific look Mm -hmm. but I do think they do such an amazing job of capturing that feeling of like uncertainty insecurity yet weird confidence confidence with your best friend yes and almost in a way like freaks and geeks does like with the geeks because it's it's like a similar vibe kind of it and I remember it took me a little while to warm up to it. I yeah. was maybe it took me like three episodes because I was like, yeah, this is cute, whatever. And then bam. Yeah. Just as a reminder, two girls my age, like 30, mm-hmm. yeah. playing 13 year olds. Right there. Right there is funny. Emmy nominated for an episode for writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my favorite episode of the season. It's called Anna Ishi Peters, and it's mm-hmm. when. Anna stays with her best friend Maya's and her family for like a couple days. So yes. it's like in their minds, like a dream sleepover. Yeah. Things go a little sour. It's, oh, it's so good. It And you also weirdly like want this 30 year old woman to like make out with this actual 13 year old boy. <laughs> yeah. Like you spend a lot of time being like, oh, are they going to hook up? And then you're like, wait a minute. You're like, they cannot. This is inappropriate. Yeah. But yeah, very fun, very easy to watch. Um, Hulu original. Hulu original. Kind of surprising me. Shrill didn't make my list, mm. but I am very excited for season two early next year. So let's just keep the Hulu originals Ooh. flowing. So if Christmas has you questioning your religion, watch Rami. I haven't watched Rami yet. Okay. Now, 10 episodes Hulu. It's almost like the flip side of Master of None where okay. sort of Aziz Ansari is like a lapsed Muslim. Rami is trying very hard to like be a good Muslim, but he is not doing a good job. <laughs> like, he's trying, you know, he's trying to decide, like, if he should drink. He's trying to decide, like, should he take drugs? Like, mm-hmm. should he go to this party? Like, he's not all about his mom, like, hooking him up with a bunch of, you know, potential wives. Like, he's really exploring who he is, what he's doing. Um, there is a uh, quadriplegic character, which is, like, very interesting. He goes to um, the Middle East. Like, he mm-hmm. goes to Egypt. It is very fascinating. Probably my favorite episode, though, of the season is an episode that is just his mom, and she becomes a Lyft driver. 
it's fascinating. And it's like Rami's not in very it good. at all. Also, Rami like makes me want to like kill myself because I think he's like 28. He has like a couple of comedy specials, now has this so own talented. show. And I'm like, what? I hate you. Very much surprised. I was like, I really watched it for work because we were like doing some like work with Hulu on it. And I was like, I'll check it out. Cut to me loving it. Surprise. Surprise. But very fun, very sort of interesting. (laughs) At the end, you, like, want him to hook up with his cousin. That's a thing. So there's a lot of, like, unexpected. (laughs) I love how all of your clips are just like, I want them to hook up, but they really shouldn't. (laughs) It should be inappropriate hookups (laughs) is the theme of this binge's. Didn't get a lot of buzz, I don't think, but it did get a season two. So I'm very excited for that. I have been... Very he pleasantly did get nominated. He did. For Golden Globe. Very pleasantly surprised with Hulu comedy originals, period. Even Dollface. Dollface Defenders yeah. over here. Yep. All right. Next show. Okay. I mentioned Golden Globes. So if you're, if you're behind and you're trying to catch up before January's Golden Globes, watch fucking Fleabag. I put this, I think, on, on the list for both of us. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but season two of Fleabag, oh my God. It's only six episodes. Amazon Prime. You could binge it in a few hours. You could. The whole show was 12 episodes. watched it four times. Really? Yes. The whole season. Series. 12 episodes. Knock it out. Yes. <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge is having a moment. Remember we talked about her with her award and cigarette. Yes. It's her year. Guys, she did... The new James Bond. Like, yeah. just be in the cultural moment. Be in the yeah, conversation. Killing Eve is happening, but I still haven't watched it. Yeah. But I support it. Also nominated for, like, best drama. She Participate in the culture. Yeah. Also, flashback to when I cried at the Fleabag billboard. Thinking, oh, yeah. I'm not going to give much away, but thinking about the series finale. Mm-hmm. The Hot Priest. The Hot Priest. You'll know priest. what everyone's talking about. Yeah. It's just, Olivia Coleman's there. It's so good. Yeah, it is a cultural moment that has now extended beyond sort of like, you know, insider darling. Because I do mm-hmm. feel like for the first season, it was a little like, oh, have you heard? Actually, in our season, our first season, when Rechna was our guest, she fangirled over Fleabag. Yeah. And so then I watched it, and then it's just like, I mean, that was I years remember, ago. Uh, when I finished season two, I was telling my mom about it and other people, and they, assuming they had watched season one, and they hadn't even watched it, binged it in a whole day, you know? It's it's just that easy. Yeah. And yeah. it's worth it. What are you going to do on December 26th? You got nothing to do. It's oh, well, a weird day. I have something day. else on our list for that day. Oh, okay. Well, you got, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, hang out. Even, like, take half a day on Christmas. Yeah. Because, like. On your flights. Oh, on your flight. flea bag. Perfect. It's a good flea. There's a lot of you sex. You will probably cry. You will cry. There's sex. You're going to have to guard your iPad a little bit. But, but who, it's going to be fine. Every show has that. Every I show. watched a man um, on my last flight watching Fast Times. Oh. He was in his 40s, 50s, so you know he loved it when it came out. It paused. You know how movies pause so the captain or yes. the pilot can so speak? so annoying. It paused right on a full body shot of a woman, and I felt very sorry for him because it was a TV behind the seat, so there's nothing it could do. Nothing it could do. And it was a very long announcement. I love the thought of, though, getting on a flight and being, like, scrolling through the movies and being like, you know what? I'm going to watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Sure. Why not? I love that it's on there. Yeah. That makes me... Unedited. Unedited. Bless you, Delta, or whomever. Um, okay. It was Delta. Great. I'm going to, like, switch gears a little bit because I'm, I'm comedy heavy this year. I think I am a little Not too. surprising. If you want to discuss something with your history buff relative, 
watch Peaky Blinders. Mm. Now, I was shocked that I had not had this on the binges previously. I went back through all of my binges. You do love Peaky Blinders. I love Peaky Blinders. It's a little bit of a left turn for me as, like, for my brand. Um, but I brought it to my family. I watched the first couple episodes and told Eric about it, and now we're obsessed. Season five. So the whole thing, five seasons, which feels like an investment. No, no. It's British. Six episodes. Great. We're talking 30 total. It's an hour. You also might need some subtitles because they're accents. We use the um, the Apple TV a lot to be like, what did he say? And then it goes back and it'll like put the subtitles oh, on I for didn't that know part. That was a Ooh, thing. Hot tip, guys. If you have an Apple TV, one I of the don't. newer ones, and you use the little remote and you say, what did he say or she say, it'll go back like 30 seconds and then put subtitles on from that point. That's so nice. It's lovely. And then all you have to say is turn off subtitles and then it's done. It's a dream. Anyway, season four, real touch and go. Adrian Brody's in it. Mm. Playing mm. an Italian-American mm. mobster. Not great. Almost ruins the entire okay. show. Oscar winner Adrian Brody almost brings down Peaky Blinders. Season five, very historically accurate. There's this whole, there's a lot of like communism. There was a whole fascist movement in England that I knew nothing about. I remember you fangirling over the suits. The, the costumes, the lady suits, the man suits. If you come away after five seasons and you don't think Tommy Shelby is a total babe, I don't know what to do with you. Hmm. I mean, he's a mess. Let's just call it okay. that. Okay. He's like a PTSD, World War I gangster mess. He was a real person. Don't know if he was as messy. But there's like something about Cillian Murphy that I all of a sudden one day was like, oh, he's I attractive. I respect that. Yeah. yeah. Obscure a little, I've but attractive. I've never seen an episode. Is it gory? No, not. There are times where it's a little aggressive. I have a note here that just says everything is on fire because it's like <laughs> that sort of like post-industrial. Like there's a lot of fire. They're from Birmingham, so like they're not from fancy London. But then they get to fancy London. They're always smoking. And you just realize that like the way our way of life is very new. Mm-hmm. Like even less than 100 years ago, people were like dirty. There wasn't like proper sanitation no one was wearing jeans everyone's in a full suit all the time because there was no like athleisure oh so hot so hot so a lot of wool yeah um but it's a great very fun period piece um a lot of historical accuracy that is fun to kind of like pick apart and you like learn things about world war one that all of a sudden you're like oh what Mm -hmm. it's great highly recommend Mm, fun yeah what do you got um okay watch mindhunter to remind your relatives to keep their doors locked. <laughs> also, historical accuracy. Good segue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mindhunter, all of it's good. But season two came out this year. We waited two years to get it. Worth that wait. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Based on a true story and, like, true events, um, the main character is based on FBI agent John E. Douglas, and he wrote a book. It's called Mindhunter Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. And it's basically about studying serial killers before that was even a term. Yes. They, like, coined it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I will admit, season one, a little slow. Almost boring at times. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of conversation. I've had to restart it because I got yeah. stuck. Mm-hmm. But once you're in, you are in. Yeah. And season two really got me. I mean, they touch on the Atlanta child murders. They talk to Charles Manson and Son of Sam and a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. But the casting is so dead on. Mm-hmm. 
I have looked at several articles that are like the side by side of the real person versus who they cast, and I'm blown away every time. Like the Charles Manson guy is like insane. He's also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. as Charles Manson. I mean, good for that guy. Yeah, typecast playing different versions of Charles Manson. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good on him. Yeah, I have yet to watch season two because I have to start over on season one, which is so weird because, like, you know I love a serial killer. I know you're about to get on a plane. I've watched Mindhunter both seasons on flights, I Ooh. believe. It's a pretty good plane show because you kind of get locked in uh-huh. to the conversation. You yeah. can't zone out very easily. Mm-hmm. But uh, Season two, man. So good. Um, I'm realizing now that I didn't tell you this funny little personal anecdote. Uh, over the weekend, Philly and I, like... We went on a walking adventure, an unintended walking adventure. We went outside to see a truck. We then, she wanted to chase bunnies. Hot tip, there are no bunnies in my neighborhood. Um, but we just, we ended up at the mall, but I didn't have my phone and I didn't have my wallet because I didn't intend to like go on this walking adventure. Right. Come home, I maybe an hour, hour and a half, I don't know how long we were gone. Not great. Like not good on my part. Eric furious with me and he's like i can't believe you would do blah blah whatever and he's like for someone that's so obsessed with serial killers i can't believe you would just and i burst out laughing which is like not the best reaction to give to someone who's very mad at you because they're so concerned but i was like yeah i mean you're right like you nailed it i should know not to defend serial killers but i don't think there's a famous one known for like mother daughter murders <laughs> that's good that's i good think someone know. has to be like alone but he was so funny he was like there was a big truck in the yard and then it was gone and for someone that's <laughs> that like, is scary I, I mean he was very very right i was very in the wrong but it he, i was laughing he was like yeah i was enjoying time at home until i thought you got abducted like i was <laughs> it was great it was very much on brand um okay, okay. Well, maybe we'll like go a little more I don't know if I want to oh, – okay. I know. I, I don't know if I want to end on a creepy note or a funny note. I know. I think I'm going to end on a funny note. So I'm going to go with, if you need a reminder that your family isn't that bad, watch Abducted in Plain Sight. Oh, my. I can't – I lost my mind when I realized you put this on the list. So I'm kind of cheating a little because it's not technically a television show. But it's on Netflix. It's on I'll Netflix. Give you that. It's 90 Minutes – it's did a, you watch this before me or did I no, make you watch you it? you made me watch it and bless you because it is maybe the most insane thing I've ever seen. True crime docuseries about mm-hmm. this pedophile, Yeah, let's just call him what he is, who abducts the same girl not once but twice while also having an affair with both of the parents. Wow. And I was just like – and again – this was one of those things where it was like scrolling on your phone. Mm-hmm. You're like, 50, you're bored for like you're 30 bored. minutes. Maybe like 15, but it's like 70s. There's like it's a lot of good things going on. You're bored. All of a sudden, the dad is being interviewed and is crying because. Don't give he, away too much, man. Because things happen and you were just <laughs> not expecting them. And it is, there are, it's crazy town. It, it is, is so crazy. And it's a true ass story. Yeah. And. It is madness. Yeah. The documentary itself, not very well made. No, not the greatest documentary, no. But the story is so worth it. Carries it. Everyone survives. Everyone's fine. Yeah. And they are living to tell this tale. I. They are so brave to share this story. Oh, my God. Like, I don't think it got enough coverage. I don't think we talked about it enough as, like, a society. It is... (laughs) 
bonkers. I highly recommend. Maybe watch it by yourself, though, because it's, like, it's definitely not something you need to, like, watch with your family. No, unless they also love crazy stuff. Yeah, but it's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Enjoy. Okay, I got another crazy. I realize I have two more. I thought I only had one more, but I have two more. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. If you can't get Santa Claus is Coming to Town out of your head, watch you on Netflix. You're so proud of your sentence. I this. am, because <laughs> Joe Goldberg is a stalker. It is crazy. Okay, technically, this came out in September of 2018 mm-hmm. on Lifetime. On Lifetime. This show moved to Netflix immediately almost immediately found new life there like it became a hit Mm -hmm. netflix took over season two drops the 26th the day after christmas oh my god just what you need just what you need like i know i plan to binge this with my mom how many on my christmas calendar how many episodes are there i'm guessing 10 ish i forget because didn't you say that like it basically when you watch the first season it just feels like a drawn out lifetime movie that they like chopped up i think it was a mistake on (laughs) lifetime's part because it i think aired weekly Mm -hmm. and this is so binge worthy yeah you have to know what's gonna happen right and it is the most lifetime movie but it has pin badgley from gossip girl so he's hot so attractive but Everyone's making the worst decisions. He is spying on her in plain sight, like, less than a foot away just wearing a baseball cap. Oh, no. And she is masturbating on the ground level of her apartment with the window curtains open. Oh, uh, no. Like, everything's, everyone's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And it's a great time. <laughs> okay, I still haven't watched it. It is on You my... have to watch it. I know. It's It's like... Coming up soon in the rotation because I just like haven't been ready for the crazy, but now maybe season two's yeah. out. I'll just do the uh, whole thing. Season one is in New York. Okay. Um, doesn't spoil too much, but he has to leave. Okay. And season two will be in LA, so I think that will be really fun. Ooh. Uh, my roommates already watched it because he had some connections. What? Says it's very good. Okay. Okay. Do you like watching shows set in Los Angeles, or do they distract I like you because it. we live here? I like it. Okay, well, that's a good segue into my next one. If the holidays have you feeling like you want to murder someone, check out Barry. Now, I still have not caught up on Barry. I keep forgetting it exists. What? I don't know. It is weird because it gets a lot of, like, critical praise, but I don't know that people, like, talk about it enough. Yeah. Um, It's weirdly dark with a weird amount of heart. Mm -hmm. It is a comedy, but a lot of people get killed. Um, I mean, he is a assassin that is trying to leave being an assassin to be an actor um just right there comedic genius yeah it's alec berg it's bill Hader. alec berg did all of silicon valley like it i mean the writing is spot on henry winkler henry winkler then you just get the character of noho hank which is like maybe one of the funniest characters on television yeah it is so good, but so bloody. <laughs> it is. There is a lot of gore. So if you're not ready for that, but it is perfectly acted, perfectly executed, and they just nail that like aspiring actor vibe. Oh, yeah, it's painful. People that are, like go to theater class, and it is brutal. If yes. you live here, you're just like, oh, <laughs> I know these people. Um, but and Bill Hader, I just wow, man is incredibly talented i keep meaning to watch he's in noel 
oh, Christmas yeah. movie uh-huh. on Disney+. Plus. Yes, it keeps getting pushed to me on Disney+. Plus. Yes, it has gotten negative reviews, yes, but I, wonder I will why. watch it. With Anna Kendrick. Yes. I'm like, why is Bill Hader doing this? I wondered if it was new or old. I, I 100% will watch it. Okay. Billy what? Eichner also in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ending on a funny note. If you can't sleep at your parents' house, binge what we do in the shadows. You also put this on there for both of us as well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We watched a lot of the same things this year. A little tricky because it is an FX show. Mm -hmm. I think it might be streaming on Hulu now, so Mm -hmm. that would make it easier. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's 10 episodes. Yeah. Based on the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. It's a documentary style movie and show Mm -hmm. about vampires. Yes. It is so funny. It's hilarious you get you get like your typical vampire but the tv show differs from the movie because it introduces a female Mm -hmm. who's one of the best characters nadia yeah and then the energy vampire which you have a connection to yes love Mm -hmm. him yeah it's there's a there's a moment i don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it but it made me laugh so hard and i had to rewind it and watch it by myself. And, like, that takes a lot, I think, for someone to yes. find something hilarious by yourself. I think that's the definition of good comedy, when yeah. you laugh out loud by yourself. And you have alone. to watch it again. Yes. Yeah, so the guy who plays Energy Vampire is the husband of um, a friend of ours. I don't think I I have or I have ever witnessed Eric fangirl so hard <laughs> at someone. Like, we were at a wedding and... I mean, I started to feel bad because we just came at this guy so hard. And we're just like, you loved it. I mean, I think he was like, you know, a little overwhelmed because we totally like tag teamed him. But it was just, he's, I think, one of the funniest parts of the show. And he's just like so boring, but he does it so well. And we both were just like, man, like could not like give him more praise. Yeah. It was every character is great there's mm-hmm. the one guy waiting to become a vampire <laughs> yeah guillermo yeah guillermo mm-hmm. uh, i don't i don't want to i feel like i'm gonna spoil things if i talk about it yeah because it goes fast it's it's, it's very, very quick pace yes show but very charming i've actually never seen the movie so if you think to yourself oh do i have to watch the movie too you no. don't no it's just the premise is essentially the same yeah i hadn't watched the movie until this year i think right before the show came out yeah which I loved. And yeah. maybe you said this too, but it is the guys who did it are the Flight of the Concords. Like it's the it's so it's New Zealand humor, which yeah. is like slightly off to begin with. <laughs> Very well done. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna end on one that I think I did for both of us as well. If you've recently gone through a breakup and need your girls to have your back, watch Dairy Girls. Oh yeah. Good, good pick. So it's Channel 4, so it's British, but it's set in Northern Ireland during the Troubles. Also Peaky Blinders, there's a lot of the Troubles, like the beginning of Mm -hmm. sort of like the Northern Ireland stuff. So I got very fascinated by Northern Ireland history and sort of like through watching these two two shows this year. There's two seasons, 12 episodes so far. Again, the Brits know what they're doing. Just like knock it out. You could do this and Fleabag like in a weekend and be fine. Yeah, we don't need to string it out. No, it's fine. Five, there's, like, a group of girls. They have one guy who has to go to their all-girls school because he's British, and they, like, think that he's going to get his ass kicked if he goes to the boys' school. It's just very charming. Again, sort of a similar, like, if you went through puberty in the, like, late 90s, Mm -hmm. sort of, like, mid-90s to, like, early 2000s, like, the soundtrack to this show, fire. 
Like it's just very good. TLC. Like there's just like a lot of cranberries. A lot of cranberries. It's that like '90s kind of transition period of like, and these girls are like not wealthy. Mm-hmm. Like so much. I think so often we see like very glamorized versions of like what being a teen is and these girls are not that what I love about it is that it's a dysfunctional family that also has kind of taken in this girl's friends Mm -hmm. to make it an even bigger dysfunctional family yes but just like a lot of heart a lot of charm you might also need some subtitles um for a little bit of it particularly like the slang you're like wait what what are they talking about but they're just 15 16 and they're just doing it perfectly (laughs) <laughs> I, I just, like, I really related to them. At first I thought Erin, who's the main character, might be a little too much because she, like, face act, acts a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is going to be a season three. There's a huge mural of these girls in Belfast. Like, the, sh- the city is really taken to the show. Like, it's kind of like a sleeper hit. But I think when you watch it, you will just have your yeah. pants It did take off. a couple episodes for me to really appreciate what was going on. Mm-hmm. But... Nonetheless, a real delight. Something you can definitely watch with your family, too, because it's, like, silly. There's, like, a grandfather character who's great. There is a nun who has become, like, yes, a great character. Like, a meme in our office like, that is just, <laughs> she's wonderful. Truly, truly a gift. So what, like, didn't make your official list? Okay, one I'm surprised neither of us put on this list, dead to me. Yes. Because it's very bingeable. We also didn't put Glow Season 3. I, I, there's a reason, because we talked about Glow Season 2 last year. I omitted Glow. Glow Season 2 is superior, too. Yeah, I think so. Glow Season 3, good. It but was good. Season 2 was amazing. Also, Living With Yourself, not a perfect show, uh-huh. but if you just want to sit and watch Paul Rudd for a couple hours, yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it. And then Los Spookies, I think, is kind of an underrated yeah. HBO comedy this year. Mm-hmm. I'm um, shocked you don't have Righteous Gemstone, Gemstones oh, on this list. <laughs> oh, my God. As you said, HBO, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, scratch every show I chose and put Righteous Gemstones on the top. So I have sad. made a mistake. Yeah, Natalie has, has a wrong My myself. face is, like, red. I know. You're so angry at yourself right now. <laughs> I also really loved Unbelievable, the miniseries. That's going to be a downer, though. So it's going to really, be... Like, Choose what mood you're in before you dive into that show. Balance it out. So if I am trying to choose between Unbelievable and Righteous Gemstones. Righteous Gemstones. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. I, cool, cool, cool. I mean, the song Misbehaven from that show, I have listened to so many times. I must have missed the cutoff for the Spotify top songs of the year because it would have been in my top five songs of the year. Love that. I listened to it on repeat. On repeat. Um, I toyed with the letdown which you may remember is the australian show that i watched about being a new mom Mm -hmm. it's very real so judge where you are in your postpartum process and whether or not you want to watch it um i have single parents um because we just binged all of it it's very cute and charming forever as i mentioned did not actually make my list but it's eight episodes it's maya rudolph and fred armison i still haven't watched it right there yeah it's great um and then i Again, I'm low-key in love with 911. Yeah. It's a delight. It's the, confusing. I text you last week. I watched the Christmas episode, trying not to cry at the gym on the elliptical, and my pulse, like, raced, and my heart was about to burst out of my chest. I had a time. It's funny because everyone I know who's, like, kind of like a television connoisseur, like, 
will then be like, oh, I low-key love 911. Like, it's yeah. like everyone's watching it, but, like, no one wants to talk about it because they're like, oh, it's like Ryan Murphy network procedural trash. It's not. I know. Will we love 911 Lone Star? Maybe. Will we watch it? Yeah. And then I threw on here because I know I'm sure there's other, like, fellow parents who, like, want to blow their brains out because you've been watching whatever on repeat, like Paw Patrol. So Philly discovered this little show on Netflix. It's called Hello Ninja. They're all 12-minute episodes. I think there's only, like, 10 of them. Mm -hmm. But they're, like, these cute, vaguely Asian kids. (laughs) I think they're in Japan. I don't know what the deal is. But they – Anytime they have a problem, they can only solve it as ninjas. But then they have a third sidekick who's a cat named Pretzel. Love I don't know. That. Love Pretzel. Love Pretzel. That's a I, great name. Right. There's also a dragon. I have seen every episode 14 times, and I don't hate it. It's very palatable. I wish that there were more seasons of Hello Ninja. So check it out. It's kind of cute. Yeah. What shows are you looking forward to next year? I don't even know what's coming out besides, like, some fantasy series I don't care about. I mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's coming back in February, which I'm pretty excited about. 911 Lone Star. 911 Lone Star. Selena. Selena on Netflix. <laughs> Very excited yeah. about Selena. I have I, to. What like, I hate about streaming is we don't find out about these shows until like closer to time. Soon enough. Yeah. So there are so many shows that are going to come out next year that we don't even know exist. Um, however, rumor has it Drew Barrymore's working on a daytime talk show, and I'm very concerned and excited about it yeah and i'm i would like to throw out the statement that i do want to work on it so <laughs> just i will drop everything putting it you're just secreting putting it. it into the universe right that's smart you should do that um yeah i don't know i think there's there are a lot of things that are like returning i don't think in 2020 we get the next american crime story Ooh, i think we do do we do we you just got do we Very get Monica excited. Lewinsky? I, if we get Monica Lewinsky in 2020, it's going to be a time. I think we do. Between that and me forgetting Righteous Gemstones, I need to lie down. I am, like, upset. <laughs> You're so mad. And worked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's um, also the politician didn't make your list. No. I did like that show. Hmm. Didn't love that show. Liked it. Every year when we do this, I'm like, oh, I didn't watch that much. I know. <laughs> this isn't even counting movies. Jesus. No. Not at all. All right, guys. Tell us what you are going to be watching over the holidays. Tell us what you're excited for in 2020. New decade? Great. Cool. Wow. Wow. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Our podcast is getting more nostalgic by the day. By the day. Yeah. Here's just something to leave you with. The year 2000 was 20 years ago. That's Mm. crazy. All right, guys. So we'll see you in the new year. Until then. Bye. Bye.